0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights of morning news
1: from the WPGU News Desk. Here's today's headlines on WPGU One O Seven One Champagne's Alternative.
0: From WPGU News, I'm Daniel Villarreal. It's Friday, November Eighteenth, Twenty Twenty Two. Engineering students at the University of Illinois embarked on a journey to apply their skills abroad. WPGU's Husna Hussaini has more on how engineers support accessibility and cultural competence.
1: The Engineers in Action Bridge Program visited the southern African country of Eswatini to design and construct a new footbridge. In the remote village of Godlosa, the bridge provides residents safe passage over a river that is otherwise impassable. The bridge is 65 meters long and now serves over 8,000 individuals. Rachel Chen is a civil engineering student who worked on the bridge and served as the cultural relations manager for the trip. She says this initiative is much more than just building a bridge. We do this not because we're just going there to manage them and teach them how to build a bridge, but so we can work with them and alongside them and like get that cultural experience. Engineers in Action builds footbridges in internationally isolated communities in order to make survival resources like healthcare, education, and markets more accessible. Chen emphasizes the importance of understanding diverse groups of people and hopes that she can use these skills to connect with and help others as a professional engineer. From WPGU News, I'm Husna Hosseini.
0: Cold and snowy weather has begun in Champaign, and there are multiple warming centers across the city for people to stay safe from the frigid conditions. CU at Home Men's Emergency Shelter, Austin's Place Overnight Shelter for Women, and the Phoenix Daytime Drop-In Center are all located at 70 East Washington. The Salvation Army Stepping Stone Program and Daytime Warming Center is located at 2212 North Market Street. People can also use public buildings such as libraries and municipal city, state, and federal buildings during business hours to warm up. The Champaign-Urbana Public Health District says it encourages Champaign residents to use these resources to stay safe while the weather grows colder. Urbana High School opted to hold classes online yesterday after receiving the third shooting threat in the past two weeks. The first threat came on Monday, November 7th, through a call to the high school staff where a man said he would shoot students and mentioned use of a pipe bomb. The call was reported to the school resource officer, prompting a shutdown of both the middle and high schools as further threats were received in the next hour. Students returned to school that Wednesday after the Election Day holiday, where they were placed on a soft lockdown following a similar call as the one on Monday. The most recent threat was given through an email to a teacher Wednesday morning detailing yet another shooting of students. The school was placed on lockdown for the rest of the day, although extracurricular activities continued as scheduled. Police and FBI agents have increased their presence at the school and are currently looking into the technology aspect of the threats. No suspects have yet been identified. The Champaign-Urbana Public Health District is hosting a children's vaccination clinic tomorrow. The clinic will take place from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the CUPHD building on 201 West Kenyon Road in Champaign. To make an appointment for the vaccination clinic, visit the CUPHD's website or call 217 352 7961. Boosters are also available for children 5 and up. The Junior League of Champaign-Urbana will host its 27th annual Festival of Trees this weekend. The festivities will take place on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hilton Garden Inn. It will include performances throughout the day and photos of Santa from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturday. Storytimes with Santa will also take place on Saturday at 9 a.m. Two stories of Santa, cookies, and milk will cost $15 per child. Admission to the event is $5 for adults and $3 for children aged 3 to 12 and seniors. Children 3 and younger can attend the event for free. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Husna Husseini, Madison Holcomb, Mac Dudley, Lazo Richard Toth, and Tarama Basher. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our science and technology editor is Husna Husseini, and our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley. I'm our deputy news director, and our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Daniel Villarreal.